0: Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution.
1: Welcome to a sort of weird bonus episode of uh, Whiskey Congress. Uh, If you are an Ohio voter, we really hope you listen to this. If you are not an Ohio voter and just want to hear the concept, that's cool too, because this is a really interesting uh, political development in the state of Ohio. So, Ohio on August 8th has a vote for issue one. It is the one and only thing on the ballot for August 8th. And it's a uh, provision to change the way or what it would take to change the Ohio Constitution. And I want to start by saying that any time politicians put a measure on the ballot in an odd month in a non-election year, be very suspicious. So anyway, Issue 1 in Ohio vote is being voted on on August 8th. I have very strong opinions on this. I know Steve does too. He's here with me. So normally your whiskey shots are just me right of my yap. But Steve and I are here together.
0: And your thoughts on Issue 1, sir? Right. So issue one, first of all, what it is, right? Like, so what it is is that first it is going to require 60% of voter approval. Um, like, so in, in the House, you need 60% of voter approval as opposed to a simple majority, which is 50% plus one, right? Right. Um, now, why does that matter? That matters because Ohio is essentially a red Republican state.
1: It has become that, and yes.
0: It's become that, and it feels like they, the Republicans have a foothold, right? And they know that. So what they're saying is, well, you know, right now it's a simple majority, and Democrats can still win things if they have a simple majority, right? Like, especially getting things on the Constitution. So if we want to get something on the Constitution or we want to keep something off the Constitution, then what we need to do is shift things to our favor as Republicans. And so what they're doing is saying – Um, If you want to add something to the Constitution, then it's got to be voted on and you need 60% instead of a simple simple majority, right? Um, And Republicans anticipating that they're going to have more than 50% of uh, both the House and the Senate feel like that shifts things in their favor. The other part is that they're also requiring that um, if – let's say, like, because in Ohio, voters can get things on the ballot, right, if they get so many signatures from each of the counties. Right, like so, what what the rule is now? Um, you have to get five percent of voters in forty four counties, right? Um, total to okay. you know signatures to get to, something. on To get, on get a ballot initiative? Yep. Right. Well, now what they want to change it to is five percent of all eighty eight counties, right? Like so, that means you have to go to every county in the state of Ohio and get five percent of your five percent of the voters to sign on, um, and that's based off the last uh, governor, governor's election or gubernatorial election. Uh, and what they did is basically doubled what you need to make it harder to get, you know, ballot initiatives on and they also said, well, once even if you do, we'll make it even harder because it's got to, you have to get a supermajority essentially to get something passed and the only way you're going to get that if it's something that the republicans approve of because it'll be a long time before you get a democratic supermajority in the state of ohio. Now, really what the and all this is gearing up for is Abortion, right? Sure. Um, you've got plenty of people in the state of Ohio who are saying like, look, we need to get something on the Constitution that makes abortion that makes abortion access available for the people who need it. You're, and that's coming from your Democrats and people on the left. Meanwhile, Republicans, you know, they look at Tennessee and apparently get jealous, right because Tennessee has got a very, very strict abortion rule. Um, and I know people personally in the state of Tennessee who've had to deal with this. Not some harlot out there getting knocked up at the club and trying to get rid of a baby that she doesn't want, but couples who dealt with really terrible instances, like two instances of mothers in the state of Tennessee that I know personally, where they were trying to get pregnant, they got pregnant, but had very complicated pregnancies and the fetus died inside the mother. and. The mother literally had to figure out a way to get that t- removed from her uh, outside of the state, um, going to other places. And I don't want to say too much, sure. and, and there's plenty of I mean, now. but Tennessee is also trying to pass laws so that they can access out-of-state records on abortion to figure out who it is so they could prosecute mothers and families who go out-of-state for abortion. Um Listen, I, for the longest time we tried to avoid the ab- abortion talk because neither of us could have one. Um, but I am a father yeah. uh, of a daughter, and and uh, look, this is—it's not a pleasant conversation to have. Um, whatever your opinions of it are, if you, I, I think it's sort of similar to the whole conversation about LGBTQ, right? You don't like the concept of homosexuality, then don't go marry the same sex or have sex with the same sex, right? And right. then just stay in your own lane. You don't want to have – you don't think abortions are – right. okay, fine. Then don't, don't have, have one, one. Then you have your baby and go on about your merry way, but leave people to their own body and relationship autonomy. Um, and so the state of Ohio, that's the direction that, you know, like these Republicans here are pushing for very aggressive – uh, stance against abortion, and you know, rightfully so, the people in the state uh, are standing up. Women, people on the left, progressives, de- the uh, the left, Democrats, however you want to describe it, are have right now, as the law stands, they've got the signatures to get a an uh, abortion rights uh, amendment added to the constitution, uh, and they may have the votes in you know in in the Congress and the Senate to be able to get something like that passed. Uh, and and but, right now, um, if this passes, right, this issue one in August, well, all that's out the window.
1: You say in August? We're in August. This is happening Tuesday the eighth. Yeah. Is a well, week. yeah. Sorry. 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 I don't turn Yeah. Just that's why we're doing this now is because we want people to be able to listen to this. To be fair, it's like second. Give
0: me a break. Third. Third.
1: third. third. But um, fuck you. It's been a long week. <laughs> um. So, Ohio is the home of one of the ugliest stories in this discussion in recent memory because a 10 year old girl was raped, impregnated, and literally had to leave the state to have the pregnancy put in her by a rape. And there's people who want to prosecute her and her family over there, it. There are, well, so do you know who Tim Poole is? Yeah. Ultimate, I, I think he's Just, a complete douche. Yes. All right, fuck him. Agreed. Anyway, he was saying, well, if their parents care so much, why aren't they. Um, you know, showing the public, he called it a hoax, and he claimed it was a hoax because of the media overplaying it. Because he's a douche, but why am I not parading my ten-year-old daughter, who's, who's, piece been of sh- who's been raped, who's been raped in front of the pregnant? public, and the most? Yes. Tra- Tim Pool cannot get called out enough for that. So sorry for
0: sticking it in there. No, fuck it's, it, it's it, you know, I, Tim Pool is such a. I, I followed him for a while on on Twitter. And because I think it's important not to shut people out just because they say things you don't agree with. Completely agree. But at the same time, I think a lot of these conservatives now, like, it is a competition to see who can be the most disgusting. Yeah. I, just, I firmly believe that. No, I agree with you. I, they, they,
1: they would call it extreme, but I agree with you. Disgusting. What, whatever it
0: is, uh, whether it's, it's Tim Pool, Will Kane. Um, whatever ben the Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, your, the the comedic guy that was on Joe Rogan that got booted off. Uh, oh, uh, Owen Benjamin? Yeah, maybe Owen Benjamin or, or Stephen Crowder. Oh, Stephen Crowder, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But oh yeah, same Literally told his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like all We're the all, all these people, right? It's just who can say the mo- uh, Candace sure. Owens? Oh, slavery was like not that big of a deal, and actually ended up being a benefit, right? Like you've got these people just going out and trying to say the most extreme thing like everyone is looking for. And once you get to that point of just, just a complete loss of humanity, then I, I can't, there's no reason for me to even deal with you anymore. So I, I blocked Tim Pool a while ago, um, you know, pro- probably around this story, uh, but he, he was on a tear there for a minute. Like it, it like was all happening so fast that I was like, all right, well that's plenty of, of, of reason. To not have to deal with this anymore. Um, you know, and, and it just goes back to the conversation we had on our last show about what we're dealing with. You're dealing with people who are intentionally not observing facts or using facts or, or intentionally, you know, saying outlandish things. And they know they're not true. They, they know that they're baseless. They they It's intentional. And once you get to that point and you can no longer use logic and reasoning and rational thought and civil, you know, conversation, conversation yeah, yeah. Th- there's not much left that you can do, right? And and it's, it's you know, people are just like, oh, well, you can't go around punching people in the face. I get well, that. Well, that was me. <laughs> I get that. But there's a very serious danger to what these people are doing. because. 100%. Because they're disingenuous and they know it, um, and it will lead to violence. This has led to violence, right? But it's going to lead to a lot more, and you better be prepared for it, right? I, I just, I know it sounds like oh, extreme, and you just want to like listen. I, I, I'm not saying anything that's wild and crazy here right once you get to this point where people refuse to acknowledge like a baseline set of facts and circumstances on right and wrong good versus evil uh, you know up versus down fucking left right then what I, there's no other way to to resolve it like then someone has to submit and it's not going to be a fucking twitter fight it's not going to be a little fucking slap fight Right, like some, you have to submit the other person. It's unfortunate. It sucks. You don't want to do it that way. You don't want it to get to that point. But the only way to get them to stop is to force them. Right. You see, I, you know, I understand what you're saying. I, I do fundamentally disagree because just because you can beat up 99 percent of it's the people, it's not about beating them up, Jim. I'm not talking. I'm, no, this is literally like, like this is like they're pushing us to the brink of a of a civil war.
1: That that's is just, okay, that okay. is
0: just plain that's, and simple and everyone can sit there and poo-poo it and be like, no, there's a better way. Go ahead. Like, I mean, you have all these fucking history books about all the, everything else. Read them. I have. Because we're at this, we're at that fucking point with all of them. And and that's the point that, like, you better be fucking prepared. And the problem is, it isn't, it isn't a very specific enemy versus a very, like, things are so divided. Like, this, this is... There's so much of it that's aligning with things that we've seen in the past, but there's so much of it that is very different than things that we've seen in the past. But what we do know is that the the markers for a very, very bad, volatile situation are there because we're already in a very volatile situation. But because of the lines aren't clear on who it is versus who it is, this thing, 100% they're not. And there's no no borders. Right. Right. So, you
1: know... You and I both have friends who would be very offended by our positions on this. I had a conversation yesterday with a friend, a guy I genuinely consider a good friend. And he said that everyone thinks they're doing the right thing. It's just a difference. Everyone wants to make things better. They just disagree about how to do it. And I'm like, oh, that's adorable. Because there are people out there who have, I, I, I genuinely believe that 90% of the radical pro-lifers give zero fucks about children
0: before they're born and certainly zero fucks after they're born. But it's a political football. I mean, I also think that you've got people out there who it isn't about the right thing. I think there are a lot of people out there. It's about they, they want to see this thing torn down, burned down, because they believe that ultimately they and their side will come out the victor. And they can then reshape society in their vision, whatever that is. I agree. Whether it's a Christo fascist state or whatever, um, or it is a you know social uh, socialist uh, commune fucking haven okay. for right. the left. Now the people who. Are pushing for socialism and all that other stuff, and you know, want to get rid of the police and they want to get rid of capitalism, and there shouldn't be any money, and people shouldn't have to work, and we should just all let, like those people. I don't know, like, they also are going towards a but like they couldn't fight to save their lives, so but it's the, just like you guys are like you, you guys I'm are going wor- down the I'm, wrong I'm path. I'm not worried about the vegans taking over, I'm not worried about the vegans taking over, but the problem is that the like that group, no, they're, is, very, intense, they're, they're very intense and, and passionate. They, and Often misguided, <laughs> very misguided, and you mix them with the extreme on the other side, that are very misguided but heavily armed. That is a bad combination. Yes, right. That is a bad combination, and that oil and water is mixing more and more. But the problem is, is that the average citizen, me and you, are getting caught in the middle, right? <laughs> and, and and but. Both of those, it used to be, oh, those are the loudest people, but they're the fewest number, and there's not that many of them. You just have to ignore them. Well, their numbers are growing, and people are starting to file into camps, right? They're starting to, like, ah, oh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm a middle of the road guy, but, you know, I mean, this that whole Joe b- Biden is that whatever. Jo- that Joe Biden, that motherfucker, man, I don't trust him as far as I could throw him. I guess I got to go with these guys, or I'm a middle of the road guy, but that Trump is a racist thief. I got to go with, th- I got to go, you know, like, and now. You're starting to see the lines form, right? And you've got shit like this, this disingenuous bill that's coming from the GOP that's totally meant for them to cede control from the people so that they themselves people who think like them are able to have more power and control for an extended period of time. Like that's disingenuous. That's not how a democracy or a republic is supposed to work. Um, and And you
1: know what? It could come we've talked multiple times about how the Democratic Party on the national level, has imposed certain things. Steve, with the electronic malfunction that I get to make fun of now, because he's always a jerk to me when I do it. Uh, but when uh, you know, when the Democrats said, "Okay, we're going to change this to a supermajority in the Senate because blah blah blah," and then Mr. McConnell said, "This is gonna come back to bite you," and it did. It came back to bite him with nominations for Supreme Court. It came back to bite him with a bunch of things. When you make a short-term decision to help you help your political influence, you should have the wisdom to know there's long-term implications, too. You do this now, it serves you now, and it can come back to bite in the ass years down the road. Now, like we said in the beginning of this conversation, um, Ohio is currently a, a red state. It just <laughs> is, and it pains me. To acknowledge that. And we live in the bluest part of that red state. But, I mean, I could swing a 9-iron and hit a Confederate flag probably if I wanted to from here. Mm -hmm. Um, I I do hit a 9-iron well. I can't. Humble humble, humble brag. Um, So, yeah, it's... Anyway, so I will be voting no on issue one emphatically. And I don't know if it's legal to say, like, how you should vote. I think there's some laws about that. I don't give a fuck. But that's what I'm doing. And... I really implore people to, A, get out and vote. The best thing that can happen for the state of Ohio, in my opinion, is for large voter turnout and an overwhelming loss for issue one. Um, and again, I want to point out that whatever, Democrat, Republican, who cares? Whenever there's something shoved into the onto the ballot in an odd time where, frankly, if not for all the fucking yard signs in my neighborhood, I not, might not have even known about this. So I saw the signs, vote yes on issue one, vote no on issue one, and I was like, I don't even know what issue one is. And to the credit of the drunkard crowd in West Park, Cleveland, Ohio, a lot of the guys who are normally apolitical saw this and said, I want to know more about it, and that's a big reason why we're having this conversation right now because I was like, you know what, I didn't know about it. Then I looked into it and went, holy shit, this is a big deal.
0: Yeah, it, it really is, um, and you know, you hope know, people get out and vote. Like this is one that, if it passes, it will be because of low voter, voter turnout, which is what they're counting on, uh, which is what they're hoping for. But I mean, the last, I, I think, you know, and I've, I've been directly involved with the voting process for the last couple of years, just because of my my previous job. I literally my office was a voting, uh, a polling place. Right. Um, and so I would have to deal with the board of elections and I have to go and I have to tabulate the numbers and then I would get to see the numbers from other polling pl- places. And, you know, and then I was able to go back and I just asked for historical data just to compare it. And like the last few years, um, we have seen a, a, a pretty solid turnout at, at every, you know, at, at various elections that weren't just presidential elections. You know, in November. Um, so the hope is that that continues, and you know, at, you know what you were talking about earlier, like the rules about saying who and what to vote for. Like that, those don't apply to us. Okay. Um, so you know, we can emphatically say vote no on issue one, uh, and we hope that if you're in Ohio, that you do vote and that you do vote no, because um, if not, then this this even if you're a Republican, I know you think that it's gonna work out well for you because they all have—they do not have your best intention. Your 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 best. Uh, just to, to, just, they, just they, vote no. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be yeah. articulate. Fuck! It's for our democracy. It's for our republic. Just vote fucking no. Jesus. We
1: are at Wizard Congress on Instagram and Twitter and Threads and Twitter. No. Is no. Vote no. Vote no. On one. We're out. Bye. Vote no.